you need to start before their first day. The onboarding process actually begins right after they accept an offer. The time between signing an offer letter and them, or maybe they didn't even sign an offer letter, maybe you sent them an email and they agreed to start, the time between that email and the person's first day is critical. Welcome to Hiring School, a weekly podcast about recruiting for non-recruiters. I'm Jackie Koch, and I have over 15 years of experience prospecting talent and building teams for Fortune 500 companies, startups, and small businesses in all different types of industries. I'm the founder and CEO of People Principles, where I help founders scale and lead their teams with programs, courses, and boutique agency services. My goal is to simplify the hiring and team building process so that you founders and not so solopreneurs can implement modern, effective, and efficient hiring strategies that help you build the team that you want to help you scale. If you can't seem to find the right job candidates or simply don't know where to start, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Hiring School, the podcast all about recruiting and hiring. And today we are going to talk about the second most important thing I think there is when it comes to hiring and building a team. So the first thing, in my opinion, that you should do and that you should invest your time and resources in is who you hire. Hence the purpose of this podcast and all of the other episodes that you've listened so far. Making good hiring decisions really makes everything about leading a team easier. Leading a team and building a team is hard, but it's so much easier when you have the right group of people around you. And so that, of course, is my North Star. However, one of my mentors told me once, and I I can't remember why I reached out to her. I think I was, we were struggling with turnover in a prior company or, or something like that. And she asked me, what is your onboarding process like? And I was like, there isn't one or it's not great. And the second most important thing in my experience is an onboarding process. And a lot of times, I mean, how many times have you heard of, or maybe you've experienced this, like I have where I show up and they don't even have a computer for me. And they're like, oh yeah, today's your first day. And it's just not a great, great experience, right? And so when I work with companies and with my clients who are scaling, we get to work on these two things first. We create a hiring process, the interview plans, and then we create an onboarding plan and help codify the onboarding process a little bit. Studies show that 87% of team members are likely to leave a company when they don't feel engaged and onboarding is a huge part of that. And so I'm going to share with you today we have five tips for creating a great onboarding process and things you can do to implement to make the onboarding process even better. And so the first tip I have for you that I think is hands down the thing most forgotten about is you need to start before their first day. The onboarding process actually begins right after they accept an offer. The time between signing an offer letter and them, or maybe they didn't even sign an offer letter. Maybe you sent them an email and they agreed to start. The time between that email and the person's first day is critical. It is a time where you need to reinforce that they have made a good decision and that they're going to have a great experience when they start working for you. 
You cannot just assume they accepted the offer and they stay super excited. Starting a new job is scary. It is one of the most stressful time things somebody can do in their life. It's up there with like having a baby, getting married and buying a house. Starting a new job is one of those. And so help ease their worries by keeping in touch with them and keeping them excited. I read another study that 11% of people change their minds after signing an offer. Oh, how terrible is that? You've done all this work and they sign an offer and they change, they, they back out. Granted, if somebody's going to do that, it's like, thanks for opting out before you started. However, Sometimes it's just because they're scared or they're nervous, right? And so help them continue the excitement. And so how to do that? Very shortly after they sign their offer letter, a couple days after or the day of, send them a welcome email. Tell them that you're so excited that they're joining. Remind them of the impact they're going to make. Outline what next steps are going to be and when they will hear from you again. So they don't sit there wondering, when am I going to hear from them? Did I miss an email from them? Oh my gosh, I, what if I miss something? They're going to think I'm, I'm a bad employee already. Like it just will ease anxiety. So send it to them. And my guess, if you're listening to this podcast, like you are the CEO, the boss, the, the person that, that is arranging all of this. So you should send the email. If you are not, and you are a hiring manager or you're an HR ask the hiring manager to send this email, right? If you're a recruiter, it's always best for the new hire to hear from their manager before they start. So send them that that welcome email and then send them a little gift. If you have company swag, send it to them with like a welcome card. Maybe you got some company coffee mugs or a hat or a shirt, you know, swag, whatever you have. If you don't, send them flowers or cookies or or something that shows you're really excited for them to join. And then usually when somebody decides to join you, there's like a two-week period, two or three weeks, right? Between them leaving their last job and starting a new job with you. So a week before they start or like five days before they start, send them another email or call them and outline what their first day is going to look like. I probably actually would email this to them or text them. Texting is, you could even text them on there. Instead of that welcome email, you could like text them instead of emailing them. I think that's becoming a lot more commonplace for sure. As a recruiter, I am probably in touch with somebody three times before they start because I know how important it is. So connect with them before they start. And in this email, outline what their first day is going to look like. Send them any paperwork they need to fill out ahead of time. Give them access to their email and other platforms early so that they can get things set up if they want. I think something that's key is like, if they want, like don't require it or don't like judge them if they don't do it. If they're anything like me, like when I've left jobs, I've put more work into leaving my job and prepping someone to take over than I did starting it. So the thought of like also starting a new job while leaving one is a little overwhelming. So don't judge them if they don't, but give them the opportunity if they want. Some people want to and they ease their worries if they can like log in and see this, the systems they need. They may like start watching videos on how to use the systems. Like there's a lot of people who do that. And you can use like, I've mentioned Augusto a lot. There's a lot of other platforms that do this, but you can automate the paperwork process. So if you have an HR platform, like send it to them beforehand so that they can get all the paperwork out of the way. 
And I have to tell you guys about what happened to me once. I'll never forget this. I was starting a new role. It was an HR role. And I I gave three weeks notice. So I accepted an offer. And then I think I gave three weeks notice. I'm sure I always gave more than two weeks. So it probably was three weeks. And it was Sunday. It was Friday before I was supposed to start that Monday. And I hadn't heard anything. I was like, oh shit, like what's going on? And so I emailed my boss who didn't respond until Sunday, I think midday. I think it was like Sunday, like 10 or 11. I was supposed to start the next day on a Monday. And in that email, it was a requirement that I needed to have slip proof shoes and complete a food safety certification that was two hours long. I had to do it online and I had to pay for it myself. And I needed to show up with both of those things the next day. I was like, what the hell? This is, first of all, this is changing when I start. Like, I'm not doing this to people. So I immediately implemented a new process. But like, can we talk about how rude that is? That you wait until Sunday, the day before I'm supposed to start and tell me all these things I need to do. And let's say I was busy, right? Like I was busy and I couldn't do it. I would have so much anxiety showing up and being like, I'm sorry, I didn't have a chance to do it. Like just a terrible, terrible experience. So don't do that to people. Tell them what's going to happen ahead of time. Email them a week before they start so they can be prepared on their first day. And then you also need to be prepared for their first day. Make sure they have access to all the different platforms that they need. Make sure they have a computer if you supply it. I highly recommend you provide your employees with a computer or at least a stipend or something to help cover the cost of it. And then put some meetings on their schedule so that if they do sign into their email, they can check their calendars and they know who they're meeting with the first few days and and send them agenda ahead of time so that they know what their onboarding will look like. Even if it's short, even if there's not a lot of stuff, like a little agenda will help ease the worries. And then announce the new hire to your team. Most people don't want like a huge hurrah to be made on their first day. It's nice for others to know who they are and what they're there to do so that when they meet them, they're not like, oh, who are you? And like, you're the one introducing yourself to your new team members and what you're going to be doing. Like, there's nothing more awkward than that. So make sure all of the, your team knows with the new hires or what the new hire is there to do and what their name is. Um, it doesn't have to be anything like fancy. It literally can just be an email or a Slack note saying, hey, welcome so-and-so to the team. They're going to be doing X, Y, Z, right? Nothing super fancy. So that is tip one. There was a lot of tips within tip one, but start before their first day and be prepared is tip one. Tip two, kick off their first day and set expectations. Meet with them twice on their first day, bookend their first day, once in the morning and to go over thing, their onboarding plan, and once at the end of the day to answer any questions that may have popped up. Plan to meet with them one-on-one each day for their first week and just be explicit about who they should ask questions to, how they can reach you, check in with them, see how they're doing throughout the day so they really know they can reach out to you with questions. And during their first week, review the role rubric that you created You know, when you were going through the hiring process. If you have listened to my podcast before, I've talked about it. This is a great tool, right? So like not only are you creating the tool to inform a hiring decision, 
you're using the tool for onboarding. So you're going to go over it with them. You're going to be like, hey, this is your mission at the company. This is what you're going to be responsible for. These are some goals and projects that we want you to work on in your first 30, 60, 90 days. These are the core qualities that we feel like you had to do the job well. And these are the core values all of us have. This is how we operate here. This is who we are. And these are the core values that we saw in you. And these are, you know, the core values of our team. Go over that role rubric with them and give them a copy. And so that they know what's expected of them. And then tip three, schedule time for them to get to know the whole team. I like to schedule like a virtual lunch and then facilitate icebreaker game or questions so that the team can get to know the new hire during lunch. If you do work in the same local area, maybe schedule a longer lunch for all of you to go out to lunch together and meet each other. If you have a larger team, you can schedule meet and greets with you know everyone on the team and you could assign a buddy. So you could start a buddy system where you connect a new hire to somebody who's been with the organization for a while, who's basically their point of contact. That person will schedule coffee with them, schedule check-ins with them, and just be a resource to answer questions so that they don't feel like they always have to come to you as their boss. The, the buddy system works really, really well. And it helps them meet friends too, pretty quick. If you have an office, sounds like a no-brainer, but give them a tour and introduce them to everyone. Give them a chance to look around, ask questions, and then show them the boring things like where to park, where the elevators are, where supplies are, how they can request supplies. If you have any kitchen expectations, right? Are there rules that like this team does the dishes on these days? Like, oh my gosh, I won't even get started on that. But I'm so grateful I don't have to be in an office where you're sharing a kitchen. But if there are, and if you have rules on that, make sure you share it with them. So tip number four is create an Asana board or a Trello board or, you know, all the project management softwares out there have new hire onboarding templates. Create one. Look at some of the examples of the templates that exist out there and create one for your business. You can include Loom videos, training videos, SOPs, industry information, like help your, oh, that was huge that we did in my last full-time job. And what I would do now is like, what resources can they learn about your industry, especially if it's new to them and use a Trello board and give it to them and help them. They will like own it. I'm thinking you can't see my, my face, but I'm thinking like a Kanban board, right? Like this is done. This is in progress. This is complete. But all of the different project management tools have a different template. And I know there's a bunch of them created. So steal one of those and create your own. It's a great way to keep things organized. And then tip number five, Schedule 30, 60, and 90-day check-ins. Put them on the calendar on their first day. Make sure that they know what that they are going to be having them. And what you're going to do is you're going to go over that role rubric. So after 30 days, you're going to be like, okay, well, let's revisit this role rubric. And candidly, there's probably going to be new projects that come up, new things, new tasks. Like put them on there. Let's set goals for the next 30 days. Same within 90 days. Like check in with them and set up a formal cadence to do check-ins. That is going to help them feel like there's a plan. They know what's coming up and it's going to give you check-ins to provide feedback. If somebody's not doing like catching on as quickly or learning as quickly, or they need help with something, it's a great way for you to have a check-in already scheduled. And you can ask them, what was your hiring process like? How can we improve and get information from them as well? 
So those are five tips on how to create a great new hire onboarding experience, or at least to help improve it. So thanks for tuning in to this episode. Please make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and share us with your friends, your colleagues. And if you feel like following me on Instagram or TikTok, you can check me out at People Principles or check out our podcast website at hiringschool.com where we now have um, a course as well. So if you want to check out our course, go to joinhiringschool.com where you'll be able to see the course we have developed all about creating a hiring plan and very intensive training for you. Well, I shouldn't say very intensive. That sounds scary. Great overviews on how to hire. So thanks again for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye.